Trinidad and Tobago Computer Society podcast number 18, February 21st, 2009. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our 18th podcast. Uh, my, my name is David Ant and with me is Anna and Mike from the Trinidad and Tobago Computer Society where we are going to be talking about uh, in this podcast about uh, Facebook, which is a very popular activity among uh, computer users in Trinidad and Tobago. Around the world, I should think. Well, globally, yes, but I, it seems to be that uh, Facebook seems to have uh, gotten more attention from Trinidadians and Tobagonians, um, and I'm not too sure why, but c- compared to, say, things like MySpace and and that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I've joined Facebook late 2006, I think it was. Cause when did we yeah, start our yeah. Facebook group? In 2006, yeah, right? 2006. Yeah, 2006, wow. Yeah, in 2006. Um, Hang on, I thought you joined after I did, because I, I, I started in Facebook, I joined in Facebook in 2007. Hmm, let's just quickly check on. You, you still have your account, I don't. You stopped? I'm, okay, no, well, I'm no longer on uh, You're no longer on Facebook? No. Okay, I'll give you the secondary reason first. That was just because having 300 people in your friends list all feeding information through the RSS feeds, so it's just all that data being flung at you all the time. Uh, just got to be a bit of information overload, not just wasting a, a little too much time. The primary reason, though, has to do with some... Reason. It was 2007. Sorry, okay. that's interrupting. I think our group was in the... It turned out to be a good computer society. Facebook group was in 2007. 2007, right. Yeah. In Trinidad, uh, we've had a few missing people. And uh, I've had it on, on, on uh, good authority. There seems to have been a bit of a connection between what certain people have posted on Facebook and their disappearances. Uh, whether or not it had to do with making their movements predictable or not, uh, that's, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm not privy to that data, but the police, I believe, are considering very seriously that uh, what was posted by those individuals uh, probably made it easier for people to, whether it was kidnap them or whatever. And when I started putting all this stuff together, I just decided, look, you know, it is burning up but so it, much my time. But is it the case that, well, you see, all right, but I mean, the Facebook thing is the idea is to say, I think they, they changed the, 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 what no, they I do. Know, you, you, the, the thing that you're, you're uh, not too uh, right. Facebook is helps you, uh, yeah, on the main Facebook page. Facebook helps you connect and share with the people in your life. Yeah. So, I mean, didn't, didn't it do it? Yes, it did. But the other thing you have to remember is, is that while people are posting uh, necessarily about you, and, and they might be in your circle of friends, when they make posts, their posts about you may be visible to people who are their friends, who may not necessarily be in your circle of friends. So your information gets out into the general public domain through your friends. Well, what's it public domain? Well, okay, it gets, well, it, it gets out of your circle of friends, out of the circle of people you trust. Yeah, the control of the information about you mm-hmm. is difficult. It's difficult to control what information about you goes on. The, the thing about it is you have a lot of people on Facebook who mm-hmm. add people as friends. 
Yeah, people who like 900 friends, 1,000 friends, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And they don't know all of these people, you know? And uh, that it, it's fine in certain ways because I know a lot of people who are on Facebook and they do things like promote their business and, and, and that type of thing. So yeah. the more friends you get, the more networking you do That's right. and that type of thing. But these people, even though they're friends, on Facebook yeah, I think are that's not necessarily people that you would consider friends. Yeah. So if you tell somebody something on Facebook, you have to be aware that all the people are looking at it aren't necessarily people you trust. And they aren't necessarily people who would have your best interests at heart. I mean you, you don't you just don't know. Yeah, because and you never you may not even have never ever met the person. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean you have to treat Facebook as the public. Right? So, even though it says, okay, you ha you're closed off to all these friends, you still have to realize that you, you, you really shouldn't put information on Facebook that you would not put out in public. Don't shout stuff on Facebook in your status that you wouldn't be comfortable going out in, a, in the street and shouting yourself. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's the way I decide how to put information on Facebook. Because the thing about it is, you don't, you never know who is looking at your information. Yeah. And the the truth is, you have to show a little bit of responsibility on on your side. Do you think that people are irresponsible? Then? Let me ask you that then. Well, no, I think not by default. I, I think I think it's not necessarily they're irresponsible. I think I think they just may not be thinking to check the security settings. They may not be thinking constantly. In, in a paranoid mode. I mean, being technical people, we're accustomed to to thinking in terms of security all, all the time. But the average user out there doesn't necessarily think about things like that. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's not necessarily they're being irresponsible. I think it's, they're just simply not aware enough to be thinking like that. I mean, we've gotten accustomed to locking the car doors after we leave our cars. When mm -hmm. we leave our car, we lock the, lock the car doors and, and walk away. Um, you know, there are parts of the world where people don't think about that. Um, and, and so that's not a habit that we've gotten into. And similarly, the average user doesn't think about that kind of security when they are chatting on, on the internet. They're just simply thinking that I'm talking to that person directly and forgetting that their conversation is visible not only to Facebook's administrators, but to, in some cases, to other third parties as well. Mm. Uh, we see some of that happening even on our email list, where people think that when they make a post that it's only visible to the people who are on the TTCS mailing list. That's and, they, and they forget that our, our mailing list is very open. Anyone in the world can go to uh, groups.yahoo.com slash groups slash TTCS and, and see the thread. Because um, we've, we've kept our, our group fairly open. Um, well, it works, it cuts both ways. Because obviously, uh, when people are searching for the same information that was raised in, on the discussion list, presumably you get the information is indexed by search engines, and therefore, if people are thinking of. Right. You know, yeah, so which, which, which is, is, is not a problem because mm -hmm. we, we tell everybody up front that this is a, a public list. Yeah. Right. And when you join. So, so it, it comes down to the person being informed. Right. that, you know, this is a public list. And a lot of people, like, they join mailing lists or they join websites and, and they, they just automatically click the terms of service and they don't actually read it mm -hmm. to see what it entails. So they, they take it for granted that 
if you have a username or password then you're the only one seeing this but that's not always the case and, and that, that's not necessarily true and people need to, to show a little more uh, due diligence yeah. <laughs> in, what? in what, they, what they do and especially on things like Facebook where you have a massive mm-hmm. number of people on there and there are something I mean I've seen some things on Facebook that people saying stuff that they would never say in public mm-hmm. yet yet they are in in essence saying it in public on a website because the number of friends they have and then they post it to open groups but okay. it's the same thing like well, I guess logs I mean Again, you could you could express yourself and that's also public and so on yeah but I mean that's not a problem I mean but, you, if you want to express yourself on a blog but, that's but, fine but, but I'm not going to put on a blog I will be at so and so at so and so time with so and so much cash on me right right okay. uh, that, that, that's not the responsible thing to do I, yeah I think I, I got what Mike is saying because you the perception is that you know you're just seeing it to just your friends, and it's not. And what you're saying, and it's true. What you're seeing is not going just to your friends. It's yeah, because I mean, all right. Of the, I've what, roughly around 150 people mm-hmm. on um, my friends list, and yeah. I've met. I would say I've met all but what five of them, mm-hmm. and I've spoken to every one of them. Okay. At some point. Right. So. Um, and even then, I'm very conscious about the kind of information I put up on, on yeah. Facebook. Right? I have to say that I, mean, I have to admit I'm quite dull when it comes to so so. I because I mean I because I, I, I realize one of the popular things is things like photos and so forth. Yeah. And it's a very interesting thing what Facebook allows in that once your friend is tagged in a photo, even by a, a, a friend that you are not, you are not. Oh, right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to phrase this better. Okay, say if a friend of yours is tagged by somebody you don't know, you're able to then go to that third party's photo list for some, yeah, which is yeah, which is kind of a, okay. well, I suppose it's it's interesting that you're seeing somebody else's from a voyeuristic kind of view, I guess. But yeah, but, but it's a kind of a strange thing because it's kind of like well, in other words, that, if, that, if if I if I take a photograph of of Dev and Anil happens to be in the photograph, even if Anil is not in my friend list. But because I've identified you and he happens to be in your friends list, right. he can I, see my photograph. Right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, no, all the photographs in his no, it's, it's that's not right. it's not entirely apparent in terms of like on the, the link itself. Mm. But there's a small thing at the corner saying go to the album and I did yep. go to that album. Thank but you. if I try to go to your profile it'll obviously bounce you back and say, you know, you're not a friend of this person. Right, but and you can still see all the photographs. Things. But I thought it's kind of strange. No, it's not. It's not. It's not, it's not because, a, because, because you have to remember that those photographs are now the property of Facebook. Mm. They are no longer well, that, 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 Dev's property or Anil's property. They belong to that, Facebook. Yes, Facebook, yeah, Facebook yeah, just had a recent thing just this week um, about this terms of service. Right. Um, I, I, I have to admit, I wasn't really paying that much attention on it. Well, I mean, well, they, what was they, the, it was something to do with the terms of service. Yeah, they, they, they changed their terms of service. Basically, it's a legal thing on their part. To, mm-hmm. uh, and the basics of it, uh, I hope I'm right, is that um, they wanted to keep the, the information, your information, after you've deleted, your, deleted account. your account. So they keep a copy of your information. And they reserve the right to, at some point, use that information in some kind of profitable manner like advertising or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Now, the, the thing about it is they didn't inform people of the terms of service change. 
and the terms of service changed without people give, being given the chance to say, all right, I do not accept these new terms. Mm -hmm. So take out my information before you implement these. Yeah. these now they may, they may argue that when you first signed up, and I think, um, I don't think they would be the only company to do this, because uh, I've seen this clause um, in other companies' agreements that the terms of service may actually change mm -hmm. and yeah. that it is up to you to continuously check That's and right. see whether or not there's been a change. Yeah. Which personally I think is quite unfair given the fact that um, due to the, the nature of electronic communication, it is not that difficult for Facebook or other online services to just simply send a mass mail out to all of their subscribers to say, go to this link and, and please notice that there's been a change in terms of service. Read it and decide whether you want to accept it or not. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently somebody, uh, somebody picked up on the, the new change in the terms of service and a blogged about people, it. A lot and, of people. <laughs> well, I think it was, it was from, it could be wrong, but I think it just, it came, some person started blogging about it and then, you know, literally it went through yeah, the blogosphere. It, so it, it, and it cascaded into to like CNN and, and other mainstream media and that type of thing, and they change the terms of services back to the original one, pending a review. And in fact, what is interesting because what they did was that they made it as soon as you logged into Facebook, you saw the message that hey, we have we have made a change in the terms of service, and now we reverted back. Which is what they could have done in the first place. Yeah. Right. And if they had done that in the first place, I think. Well, I mean. Honestly, even if they did that, if it's fair, a lot of people wasn't going to read that. Um, no. <laughs> yes, he's, he's correct, but, but, but the same thing is... is but they, they really should have done it. But the thing is that even if they had done that, people would at least have seen, okay, there's been a change, mm -hmm. and I've chosen to ignore reading it. Right. So they would know correct. that a change had taken place and that they had chosen to ignore reading it and finding out more about it. Right. So they couldn't go back and say, oh, well, I've never been told. Mm -hmm. And that was a simple thing to do. Just people have to understand that at the end of the day, Facebook is not a, They're not a charity. humanitarian yeah. effort. <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, let's face it, it is a, it's a brilliant idea. It is, it is fairly well executed from what I can tell. But... It's um, a business. I mean, they, they, yeah, they, they, at some point, Facebook has to find a way to pay it. for all this bandwidth they sure. use and all this space and, and to pay for, for giving you this convenience of Tracking chatting it. with your friends. And... So they have to build some way into what they're doing to... to well, you see, to you're kind of seeing it now, a little bit. You're seeing, like, for example, the ads. Yeah, you're seeing ads. Yeah, the ads are saying, you know, saying, oh, you know, oh, you, you know, your friends are fans of these things, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, of this particular music or this particular artist or this particular product. And I, I presume that's because those particular web pages are paid for. Correct. By the supply, by, by the, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, so that's, that, well, I guess that's the beauty of it, because yeah, now... But you, yeah, you could target, you could actually buy advertising and target a certain demographic of people. Yeah. I want to I advertise all people in Trinidad to be That's right. You can right? do it. I could, I could purchase advertising targeted to those specific people. It's, uh, it's not unlike a lot of what Google does with yeah. it. And oh, there's, all, there's also nothing... Yahoo or, or Microsoft. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, yeah, that's a perfectly good business model as far as I can tell. Um, but, you know, people don't really stop to think that, you know, this stuff has to be paid for. How does it get paid for? Um, 
and realize that some of their information is, is actually at risk. Um, and the photographs and videos that were posted, um, you know, really, I suppose if you really want to get down to it and get really technical, if I, if I understand, in, understood the terms correctly when I first signed up, mm -hmm. anything that is posted directly to Facebook becomes their property and logically, I guess the logical but, assumption from that is is that if I choose to publish what is essentially my photograph or video or something like that, after it has already been posted to Facebook, then they retain the copyright and if they right. really wanted to, they could actually sue you for it. Was that, well, that was what I don't think that, that would make sense for them to do so, but I suppose on a technical point of view that they could. Well, I, I mean, I think that was potentially what the new terms of service. That could be yeah, wrong. because the yeah the new terms of service that they could profit of, from. That's right, and I think your, that's your stuff even after you leave Facebook. That's right. Yeah. And that um, the whole thing was that if they could profit from it, and there's nothing threatening back to the user who created the content. And I think this is a is a is a problem common among all the sites that rely on user created content, mm -hmm. like the digs and. and Sites like that that rely on users to make decide what it is. Yeah. How do you how do you get from revenue or to your uh, to your business and yet keep these, the users happy when you're profiting from them? Mm -hmm. Well, Twitter is also very useful. I must say, I've, I've started beginning to get more and more into Twitter a little bit. I don't know if you're you're on Twitter. I I own Twitter, but. I'm, I, I mean, well, I, nothing, I use nothing it. Nothing really I, interesting has happened to me, so. <laughs> <laughs> you don't tweet, you don't, you know. Yeah, I, I know people I'm are tweeting. Now. <laughs> I'm standing up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like people, it's amazing how people are just tweeting, you know, what they call tweets. Uh, I don't know if you know, Mike is looking at it, but please look at it. He doesn't know what Twitter is, do you? I, I do have an idea what, what it's about, and it's, it is, a, I mean, it's basically taking like one aspect of, it's got nothing to do with Facebook, it's a totally different yeah. website, but it, it's, it's as if you're taking that, that one bit of Facebook that says, what are you doing now, That's right. and then multiplying it out second by second by second by painful second. Well, it's if a, you but want. It, but it, it's, it's, a, it's a useful thing, because instead of doing a whole blog post about it, you can, within, the idea is within 140 characters, See what you're doing now, or what you you know, what you want to talk about. Yeah, the the, the only doing thing is to you just have and you have to filter the noise. Well, yeah, but it ha well, and what you can do, you can respond to other person's those messages called tweets. A person you can direct it to a particular person and ask a question. So that's the thing. So in, in a way, like if you if you had if you if um, for example, I saw somebody uh, on doing a random Google search about the Osmond CD. They're, they're making duplications of the Osmond CD, they're burning copies of it. So I just sent a tweet to him and say, hey, uh, what exactly are you burning this for? And you know, he, was, he replied back uh, saying that, uh, well, yes, he's burning it for, this, uh, 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 for these uh, persons doing this uh, technology course in the UK. So he's not modifying it, right? He's no, he's not modifying it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Well, that's not modifying it, per se. Yeah, but you know, if you modified it, then it wouldn't really be the TTCS Osmond anymore. Yeah. So, so, so I used I used Twitter to actually update the Facebook status page. Right. I, in fact, 
I don't even go to Facebook to update the status. I yeah, because yeah, me neither. Because uh, I have the, the Twitter link. That's right. Between Facebook, so if I do something on Twitter, it will go into Facebook. Yeah. So because so, that I think is very big, the bigger problem here is yeah. that you know. Well, you, yeah, I have to find out what how that works because you have links in Facebook to a lot of outside content. You could you could pull in uh, like Flickr photos. You could pull in your Twitter stuff. You could pull in. Yeah. A lot of external content from different places, and I really have to to look at how the the what what the the copyright and stuff like that and the rights are mm -hmm. to you when once you pull something in. Because I see a lot of people like posting on their blogs and that kind of thing, and it automatically comes into into Facebook. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily know what the what your rights are once it reaches inside Facebook. Yeah. In terms of that that type of content, so it, it would be something interesting. You know what I find amazing okay. is that um, people have been complaining about. Do you know how we had said some time ago that there was going to be these CCTV cameras, uh, closed circuit TV cameras mm -hmm. that were going to be monitoring our streets, and people were so upset about that. And what I find amazing is. They were saying it was an invasion of their privacy, but then they're divulging all this stuff about themselves on well, Facebook and Twitter I, willingly. Well, 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 the same, same things that, the they, same don't, that they don't want. Well, well, I will not say that it's the same people who, who are complaining about, concerned about the privacy aspect of it, who are the same people who are blasting it out. I think it's, I think generally a lot of people are, but they see, that's interesting going back to, to the closed circuit televisions. A lot of CCTV cameras now being installed in Trinidad to, well, fight to fight crime. To fight yeah. crime, mm. because you know, right. well, Trinidad. If well, if you haven't been reading we, newspapers, uh, we are now we're, we're a modern society with crime. Yes. I think right. we, we might we might just be reaching the century mark in terms of murders in Trinidad at this point in time. And February twenty first, which is kind of amazing, alarming. Um, and what's even more alarming is not so much that the crimes are being committed; it's that so few are getting solved. Yeah, that's another, but that's a, that's a whole yeah. other aspect of things. So, but um, but yeah, so they have all these CCTV cameras uh, being put up in in Port of Spain, San Fernando, and so forth. And um, you know, well, some people, you know, some people are like, well, we gotta fight crime. You know, you know, with all these cameras, you know, don't you want to solve crime? You know, then you should have these cameras installed. Ah, but then there was. There was that incident in San Fernando, I think it was, in which a crime was committed and they reviewed the video and then they couldn't recognize the people who committed the crime anyway because mm -hmm. it wasn't clear enough. Mm -hmm. um, now, I'm not saying that we should sort of toss the baby out with the bathwater. I understand the, the value of it, but they have actually been, if I remember correctly, there were some posts on the, on, on, on the Computer Society list, some links to studies that were done, was it in the UK, where, mm -hmm. they, where they showed that Having the cameras didn't necessarily reduce crime, and in some areas, actually, the crime increased despite the cameras. Or was it because of the cameras? I can't tell. The problem is with cameras is that it's. You see, I think the problem is it's people are looking. I think well, naturally, maybe um, people are looking for a quick technological fix to a problem that is. A, I think it's unfortunately a little more deeper. Than just a quick yeah, technological cameras are fine, but they, we have no nothing real in terms of like privacy and that kind of thing to really. Yeah, 
And of course, the thing is, of course, cameras, you know, I mean, the, the tendency is just to simply put a camera, but I mean, A, unless it's properly recorded, properly maintained. The well, that's the other thing, because we don't know who's looking at the camera. That's right. We don't know what the procedure is if something happens and you need to, to, to access the cameras for information, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. I mean, who, who really looks at the camera data mm -hmm. and who records it and where is it stored? And cause it's been now, whereas I think most of us might feel a bit paranoid about having the cameras around. I mean, I don't think there's really anything wrong per se with having the cameras there. Um, but like you said, we do need to figure out what are the requirements for those people who are reviewing the cameras. I mean, if you, if you consider the possibility now that, I mean, there have been the whole concept of, of, of kidnappings in Trinidad for a long time. Now, what happens if, let's say, somebody who's involved in those kidnappings manages to get onto on the team of people who is reviewing mm -hmm. video footage, and then begins using that video footage to begin marking targets to say, okay, this well, person leave, well, leaves, leaves, you know, is, is always on this street at a particular time, and this sort of thing. How do you prevent that from happening? Mm -hmm. You know, there's no, there's. There isn't necessarily anything in place to prevent that. No safeguards. There's no safeguards, right? I mean, how do you? But, yeah, well, what, yeah, well, what yeah, because, because well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. Well, like especially like for example, um, like if a policeman knows your name, he has more power over you than you knowing the policeman's name, because the policeman can now start querying government databases about you. And well, I mean, somebody queried queried about me to be really bored but no but I mean if they wanted to no but you see if but you see that's the thing if somebody wanted to query and find out like how much money you have in your bank account because we're doing conducting an investigation you know? I think if they did that they'd probably find that they need to donate to, to, to my cause <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I take, but I take your point <laughs> I take your point um, yeah but yeah, so, but yeah so and find out your address your phone number you know you know those kind of things, and, and the problem is that you know there's no again there's no safeguard, there's no procedures. Okay, for access to that kind of information, a proper procedure has to be filled out right. and so on. And I don't think uh, I don't have the confidence that that's that's what happens. I think it's just a case of calling up somebody and hey, if I want to find out some information, give it to me. And there's no there's no recording that okay, this police officer has gotten this has requested this data. You know, like a warrant. You go through the warrant phase of, of that type of thing. You know. I don't think yeah, I don't have that confidence. Maybe I, I could be wrong. Maybe it does happen, but I don't have the confidence. So maybe it would be useful to get someone from the police force in one of these podcasts. Somebody who from the police force who is oh, tech savvy, yeah. oh, you oh, know, oh, get them to, to talk, oh, talk to us about it. Um, not even the lawyers, because because it's useful to get someone who is actually in the police service mm -hmm. who, and, and who again, knows what's going not, on. But somebody hmm? might not want to be willing to publicly do it. But. No, but, I mean, it, you know, it might be good, you know. Public relations for them. You know, say, okay. okay, well, we're doing this, and so I suppose we should we should maybe find a way of talking with them and see if we can, because that would be an interesting discussion. Mm -hmm. um, so we should look at that. Um, but so, but going back to the Facebook thing. So um, so what what do you think is deep? Well, do you what do you think is that a problem on Facebook's end, or is that part a problem on well, end users? I, I, I think. I, I can't see it as being a problem on Facebook and totally. I mean, they could do a lot more in terms of how they structure their privacy. I mean, they do have a lot in terms of privacy, but there could be more done in, in terms of sandboxing somebody 
in terms of if I am posting this information, I need to know exactly where this information goes. Mm -hmm. And it can't go anywhere else outside of these people. And if yeah. they if they do that, then you feel, then you feel then then that's fine. But even so, then it's on the owners of the user to know who to, who, to they, know who they're friending. Who the yeah, who they're friending. Right. And if if you decide that you have two thousand people on your friends list, understand that unless you actually personally know and can vouch for those two thousand people, there's a chance that the information you put out there may not be used. Mm -hmm. So you in should in other words you should not post information yeah. that ultimately you don't feel comfortable releasing. Well, yeah, I mean, right. But uh, you know the thing is I should point out that when you're posting photographs and videos uh, Facebook does give you that option to choose who gets to see it and who okay. doesn't. I have yet to um, upload a photograph. I'm done. Um, so. No, when, when, you, when you do, you can actually choose, let's say, a, an album of photos and then say, okay, or, you know, only a specific person or, a, or your friends or friends of friends or everyone or whatever. So you, you can change those settings. But I think most people don't take the care and time in doing that. They just want to get it out quickly. And then you have these automated um, automated services, that, you know, the little plugins for browsers that will sort of upload a whole bunch of photographs all in one go. Mm -hmm. And nobody's going to go back and, you know, through each one of these photos and go, mm, yeah, I don't, want, I don't want this friend to be able to see this because I'm here with his... With, 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 his girlfriend, or you know, I'm, you know, this, this and this photo, we don't want so and so. And nobody does that. Yeah, I don't want Although, my boss to see. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they just mindlessly upload everything. Yeah. I mean, how, include, how, how, including actually, the blurred pictures, you know, which are absolutely useless. Okay, well, but maybe the thing is, you have to what happened for yeah, what you should do is get their parents in, on the Facebook and be there. No, I know a lot. You know, that now, 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 right? I know, pe I have yeah. people on. Who have their parents on, yeah. and they just dumb enough to, <laughs> to be posting stuff. I've seen it happen. I've seen the cascade. What are you doing? You know, and then they, they their parents find out that they are some drunken something somewhere. Well, and then they get well. It's, 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 it's a benefit. I don't, I, don't go, I don't go and do anything because that's that's nature the game. If you if you want to do that type of thing, then you go ahead. If you have, Parents find out because you're dumb enough to have them on your friends list. That's that's <laughs> but fine with me. But, but, but come on, I mean, <laughs> if, 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 if your parents can't be your friends, then what? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> well, well, I mean, you have two choices, right? You either have the parents as your friends or don't engage in the illicit activity that you find that you engage in. Well, the, the other alternative <laughs> is, you know, as, as a parent, you say, the only way I'm going to allow you to be on Facebook is if you add me as a friend. There you go. If, you, if I'm not on your friends list and I have complete control over what I'm seeing, you can't go on. Correct, and that I mean, that should be that should parents should have some responsibility for anything that goes on on the computer. Yeah. I mean, not just Facebook, but what games they but play, what the, websites they browse, that kind of thing. I mean, it's part of being a parent. Come on. Right? <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, this, this is the just, branch of just just because the technology changed, do mean you have to stop? I'm pretty sure if I have brought home some. Or something, my father would beat me. <laughs> so, it, that would get you in trouble, yes. Right, so I mean, that 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 translates to this as well. Just because technology changed, don't mean your responsibilities change. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, you gotta be. Well, see, the thing is, for most of them, it hasn't. I mean, they, they grew up with, with their, their children just watching anything on television, on it, you know, unsupervised. 
and um, you know they just they just translated that to being on the internet now. Well, actually, that's a, that's an interesting thing. Actually, the broadcasting code. Yeah. That's, that's okay. Now let's not go down that far. The, from the time you begin legislating what should and shouldn't be viewable, yeah. you're going down a dangerous road. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of started already. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, we, and we need to, we really do need to stop. And, but I mean, the thing is, though, it's, it's, it, I suspect it's going to happen in the internet. You're going to see a situation where ISPs are going to be asked, hey, this so content should be and blocked that's because exactly. you've got to protect and the children. Is, and, this is, and this is where we need, we need to, to be careful. Because I mean, okay, thank heavens this isn't happening in our country. Yes. But I mean, but I mean, the thing is, you know, what happens if, if, if a particular government, or the Chinese are already doing it, if 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 the if the government says, oh, this particular site uh, contains quote unquote dangerous material, and the dangerous material happens to be, you know, irrefutable proof that the government has, let's say, I don't know, uh, corruption within the within the government ranks. Or, or you know, somebody showing that the government has made a bad decision and it's embarrassing to the government, and the government goes and, and says to the ISP, "Hey, you, if you show that, if you allow that website through, we're going to revoke your license." Yeah, shut you down. And I mean, and, and it gets it gets even worse. I mean, uh, if you if if you happen to have okay, from the time you begin net censorship, okay, let's supposing you're in a in a country that is, let's say, primarily Christian. And, and they decide, okay, we don't want any Hindu websites or any Muslim websites to be here because it's going to contaminate our young people. We're protecting our children. So they go to the ISP and say, we don't, you know, don't, don't have these, these sites available. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, it could be the flip side around as well. You could go to a Muslim country and they say, oh, we, we, we don't want any of that Christian rubbish in, in, on, our, on our screens. And, that kind of. and so you end up causing big divisions. But the simple truth is that you don't know what value there may be in those sites. It, it's like it's like making the choice between feeding your, your child fish without checking for bones first and then telling your child, okay, no meat at all, you don't eat any vegetables, which, okay, fine, I understand that could be done. But, you know, there is still benefit to being able to view some of but, those sites. And you have to be careful, you, you can't... It's a, but it's a very strange thing, um, because, I mean, even in the comments to the broadcast code, Apparently, a lot of comments were asking, "Well, what about the internet? You know, because they wanted the internet to be censored or you know restricted to the kids. You know, it's because you know they want you know well, they, well, the kids are, are, are because they're seeing the kids the kids are accessing evil, bad stuff, porn. Yeah. You know. So, where, so basically, questions: Where were you when they were doing this? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, to show a little bit of responsibility, because I mean, pretty much what will happen is you will censor, and then people will find a way around the censorship. Exactly. It's, 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 the technology changes so fast that, I mean, come on, there's no way, you see how, how quickly they move now, you really yeah. think that they're going to be able to enforce something in the technology, if I decide to um, tunnel through some IP somewhere, what are you going to do, block SSH, block, hey. but, it, but well, um, why not, you'd no, be surprised, they can't, it's like blocking the road because you don't think, Somebody should, certain people should pass on it. But I mean, if you block that, nobody could pass on it. I don't know. Impact right, but but, it, it, but I, I think that happens. But mind you, that it's not so much. It's happened globally. I mean, it's like if you look at, um, like say what like what happened in the United States uh, with regards to after the September 11th attacks. You know, there was a thing about oh well, we got to do this to protect. Yeah, but I mean, how how many of those things actually had like a good outcome? Mm -hmm. Like wow, this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look at China. 
Yeah. Right? China do that. How many people say well, that? That's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 actually work it. It 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 not working. So I mean, we shouldn't really be going down a path like that. I mean, it's easier to <coughs> to do it that way because it's is a, a, a just a bandaid on a problem. But mm-hmm. what we really should be doing is is exercising responsibility, Indeed. teaching people to be to to be good parents in terms of. You actually have to show some responsibility in what your children see and does. Essentially, what you're saying is, is it, it's like saying, I'm letting my children walk out on the road on their own, but I don't want them to get hit by hit by a car. So we best we, we have to ban all cars from the road. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's essentially what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't do that. But if you're smart enough to walk out the road with your child, and, and you teach it, you teach the them how to cross the road, how to look for for you know. Uh, for, for vehicles, you know, and basic road safety, which, by the way, in Trinidad, we're no longer doing. Um, I mean, I was taught, you know, the whole thing about looking left and right, you know, before crossing, you know, figuring out where to cross, where not to cross, uh, understanding that you cross the road only when the light was a certain color. We don't do that anymore. They Pedestrians just cross any way they want. And we're, we're taking that attitude and applying it to the internet, and we can't do that. We sure. simply can't. In fact, we're applying it to technology in general, and we can't do that. If you start censoring the internet and television and, and, and um, radio, you're going to end up with almost nothing on the radio or television or the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's even more... I mean, it's, to me, that's even more frightening than, say... What yeah, because it's about. going to come out I mean, some other way. The thing is, that if you, if you're not, I mean, if you if you object to the content, then you know nobody's forcing you to go watch the content, read the content, whatever it is. You you're supposed to make the adult make your decision. Does and even if you find your child has accessed those sites, you need to sit down and talk with your child and say, okay, listen, there is a reason why this is called adult material, and you know, talk with them. Mm-hmm. You know, just just react overreacting and saying. Oh, what you want? You that dirty stuff for? It, it's 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 going to create a taboo in the person's mind, and probably going to make it more interesting for the for that young person to want to go and find out why does my parent not want me to watch this stuff or, or know what it's about. You, you may need to sit down and talk with the child. It, in fact, if you want, you can look at it from the flip side. It may provide a very good uh, opportunity for you to get closer to your children. Mm-hmm. You know, in talking with them before you even maybe even before they see those sites. You get the computer, or you get cable TV, you sit down and talk to them and say, look, there's going to be some stuff on there that I don't want you looking at, mm-hmm. and there's a reason for it. And you sit down and you explain to them your philosophy of life as to why you don't want them to watch it. But just to, just to say, oh, we have to ban all of this stuff. Well, first of all, that's going to take a lot of effort. And second of all, it's going to be like like using nets to do fishing. You're going to catch things that don't need to be in the net. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I mean, if, if, you, if parents want to exercise the censorship for, for I mean, I, logically, they could do that. You know, sure they have, can. You know, have the computer in the public room. That's, that's, within, that's within their they, own house. They, they, yeah, but sure. yeah, they, and they, they, they have every right to do that. Yeah. So, and know, they can turn it off if they want. That's right. So, you know, so the, the, the ideal thing is if, if you worry about what your kids are accessing, then you don't put the computer in the in the bedroom or whatever. Or, you know, yeah, you put, put it in the, the living room where everyone can see what's going on. Yeah. So, um, 
things like that. But, um, and it can do things like filtering, uh, like uh, open DNS, I think is probably one of the things. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of companies yeah. use yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, it comes under responsibility. So people be using Facebook, think a little bit. They <laughs> post, right? I mean, come on, you know, it's not that hard. Well, actually, you should, well, like, quite honest, you have to be, be careful what you post on the internet, period. Well, yes. yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, okay. But that's not just Facebook, but anything on the internet. Be it email, comments, or... That's true. Or, you know, blog posts, or, or Twitter, or whatever. Because, ultimately, that's a, the, the beauty and the scary thing as well, I guess, is that it's all captured on the yeah, internet. Yeah, well, you never know who's, who's looking to. Because, I mean, I'll tell you, honestly, from, in terms of, there have been articles about employers, mm -hmm. as well as schools, like colleges and yeah. that type of thing, universities, looking at, like universities would look at social networking to find out more about their students. Employers would look at the internet, they would Google your name. I know when I apply for a job, I, I know I have people who go on the net mm -hmm. and put my name in and, and see what comes up. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be, aware of the information about you because really if I go on in that if I don't care what your resume says, if I go on in that and I find you doing some kind of weird stuff that <laughs> really you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing, no way I hire you. Mm -hmm. uh, be, so I mean you gotta be careful about that type of thing. So it, it, yeah, be a little responsible. Mm -hmm. Know what you're putting up right now. Actually what you should also be doing is Googling your spot. Google yourself again. Well Google or Yahoo or something. Google that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it came in very handy some time ago when we googled we googled the TTCS mailing list and found that one particular person was most upset and decided to refer to us as old fuddy duddies, oh, which yeah. we thought was amazingly funny considering that I think we were in a, I mean the average the average age of most of the people in the core of, of the list is in their twenties and thirties and you know to be I thought that was amazingly funny, but uh, you know. It, it's quite interesting if you do Google yourself the stuff that you'll find. Yeah. Um, regarding the Facebook thing, I mean, I have to say I started a little, I guess I'm using it, actually there's probably just one thing I'm, I'm starting using Facebook a lot for, and that's Lexalus. Huh? Lexalus. It's, it's, it was a Scrabble, it used to be Scrabble, a Scrabble application. Oh, okay, okay. Right. But unfortunately, um, well, it was a Scrabble application, but that was developed by two persons, I think it was India, that, um, uh, developed the application independently of the copyright owners, Hasbro, in the States. I don't know who it is completely. So they had a, uh, well, lawsuit and whatnot. So they come up, uh, so the, the persons have come up with Lexalus. Uh, that, you know, you could play a, a, a variant, uh, I'll say a, 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 a variant, a variant of Scrabble. So I spent quite a bit of time on that. But I, I'm I mean, sure I, the people of Lexalus would not appreciate that comparison. Well, I don't think so, it's because a it, it game similar to, you need to say a game similar to, to Scrabble. Uh, well, a variant. I still saw that a variant, because you have the same type of double letter, triple letter score. It's just that the, t the scoring pattern is completely different, and I think the points are also slightly different. Mm -hmm. There's eight letters, you get eight letters in your tree, not seven. Yeah, Hasbro is so worried that this is going to affect their bottom dollar, is it? Actually, the thing is, I mean, I bought a, I bought two Scrabble sets now since... Um, yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like the, the, the music industry who's worried about all this piracy. And okay, yes, there's a lot of piracy out there, but I mean, I mean, I have, I mean, it's, there's music that I have heard on some of my friends' iPods that I went, hey, this is interesting, and then I went and bought the CDs. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You know, and I would never have gotten to There are very few things in, in, in online that would part. See, see time, really. Yeah, I mean... Right. <laughs> somebody it's else wants to part, that's, really. their, that's their business. Especially, especially if you happen to be running one of those operating systems that's, that's prone to, to viruses, you don't know what you're downloading, for quote-unquote, for free. You know, so quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned, I'll, I'll listen to some of it on Amazon and then decide if I want to buy it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, you can't do that from Amazon, unfortunately, anymore. No, you um, can listen to it. But you, you can, can listen to it. Oh, you buy the CDs. So you buy the CDs, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. 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 Um, and again, that, that whole thing is, it's a control thing. Anyway, we're getting way off topic. Yeah. We're talking about Facebook and security and that sort of thing. And that, that, that's so, okay, well... Uh, let's wrap it up then. Yeah, because we, we've just we've just hit close to thirty something minutes on this. We, <laughs> no, we had no idea we were going to go this long. So, so well, well uh, we hope that we're interesting. Uh, <laughs> we weren't just rambling. Yeah. Well, what do you think about? Uh, actually, we're going to get f- feedback about what do you think about these issues about you know, Facebook or uh, what do you think about ideas of censoring the internet and so forth? Because um, you know, because these issues are going to have to be dealt with sooner or later. So. So send your comments, thoughts about this, and, and uh, anything about the Trinity Bay Computer Society. And while we're doing that, I mean, we, I should point out that, you know, the things that we're talking about here, not everyone in the Computer Society feels the same That's way right. as we do. I mean, this is, these are our opinions. These, these are the way right. we feel about it. There, I'm sure that there are going to be other people who are members of the Computer Society who don't necessarily subscribe to, to the way we think about it. It's just that the, the three of us in this podcast happen to share similar views. Um, well, we showed up, so. Yeah, we showed, yeah, we showed up, and, you know, the other people who were invited to come didn't show up, so, well, tough. Uh, you're stuck well, no, with, but, you're but stuck with mean, our opinion. Really, the, the nice thing about it is, is the fact that we don't all share the same opinion. Yeah. So that, that is what, what all the discussion is about. So if you don't agree with it, we actually want to hear from you. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because about, about it. Because that's where all the discussion comes, and you may change our minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, make so a good make a good point. You might you might be able to change. It's been known to happen. That's <laughs> so, right. So, so yeah. So if I have to, so please, I I did you can, you can post it into the, the, the discussion list, um, which you can find out how you can join on our on our website at ttcsweb.org, or send an email to admin at ttcsweb.org. And actually, if you if, if you post it, we could probably use it as to discuss you know, discuss it in a future podcast. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you in the next podcast. Okay. You did record that, right? <laughs> How long did we go?